Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome home. I'm Kirsten. And I'm Graham. And this podcast is the home at class you wish you'd been offered. We're two moms who've been real life best friends for more than two decades. We're trying to create gracious homes that are also welcoming and functional, all while dealing with real life schedules, budgets, and children. Stick with us and we'll share and show what we know, what we've learned, where we've messed up, and how to fix it. For everything we can't make up, we'll bring in the best experts we can find. You're listening to Welcome Home. On today's episode, we're talking about holiday etiquette. We'll dive into the do's and don'ts of navigating the new world of pandemic-era partying, as well as some creative ideas for making the most of our time spent with family and friends. What's thoughtful? What's overkill? And when are we just being actors in a theater of safety? Plus, big debates about frozen yogurt toppings, why stainless steel water bottles are a hard pass, and you better be sure you want that crab. Because, much like a dress from a thrift store, no returns and no exchanges. All that and more on today's episode of Welcome Home. Welcome home, Kirsten. Welcome home, Graham. And happy holidays to our entire audience at Welcome Home. It's the holiday episode. In fact, it's the holiday entertaining episode of the Welcome Home podcast. Right. And we're not going to lie to you. We just came up with this two seconds ago because we had some some... Um, what would you call it? Backroom shenanigans? We just <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably, or we had some yeah. schedule changes. We had, However, some, we had some schedule, but but as Graham said, we're professionals. Yeah, we can handle this. Well, but the thing that's exciting about today is remember, we don't profess to be the experts on the situation. What we do is we compile lists of things we think are interesting, and then we discuss whether or not they have merit. So today, um, I think we are looking, which is so unfortunate. I hate that we're still dealing with this, but um, COVID holiday party etiquette. So do's and don'ts of holiday entertaining. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and also, just to put us all in real time, although we are taping this a few days early, what um, like what is your holiday looking like this year? Well, so it's kind of what I'm sure many others people's are many other people's are going to be like. Um, we had planned a semi-normal holiday, but I don't know. I mean, that's the new world, right? It's like you make plans, you make an agenda, you try to do things. I mean, we're having family, we're celebrating with family, we're going to New York to see my family, and then we're supposed to be traveling after that. I mean, we have a, a busy plan, but at the same point in time, um, the world we're supposed to be flying internationally the world changes daily i don't know and that's and that's honestly how i live and it's almost like being um what is it a willow in the wind right where you you have to do all this back end work to prepare yourself for upcoming you know like i can't not prepare right Mm-hmm. for my travel. I have to do things, right? Like I have to make sure there's a place for my dog to properly be boarded in a loving, caring environment. You know, I have mm-hmm. to vet this place, but then at the very last minute, I may just have to pull the plug on it and not do it. And there's well, a million- Well, that was, that was kind of why I did just, you know, share that we had a different topic planned until a few, a few minutes ago, because like, I felt <laughs> like that was actually kind of right on the nose, which is okay. I, and I'll also admit part of it is just like, forget it. I just don't want to do it. I don't want to tape it. I know it. And then it's like, no. No, just it doesn't matter, you right. know, like, which I feel like is maybe one of the takeaways of COVID. Yeah. Do you think it's made us more nimble? 
I think it's certainly made me more nimble. I feel like I have like a bunch of hat tricks I can pull out at any time. Like, okay, we can't do this. Well, then we'll do this. You know? Um, I don't know if it's made me more nimble as much as it's made me more um mentally flexible. Does that make sense? Like, I'm I'm le- like if things if things were planned to do something and and then that changed, it was like okay, I, I was I was kind of ready for it. Yeah. Does that make well, sense? I, like, I, I'm not, I'm not like married to my plans like I used to be. Oh, absolutely. No, of course not. And we haven't been that way for a while. Yeah. You just kind of, okay, if I get to do that, that's exciting. But if not, okay, I'm, I'm okay with that too. But I also wonder, Kate, this is, a, this is a little bit deeper, but I feel like that's kind of the, the theme of our show is taking something that sounds really simple and shallow and making it deeper. But mm. um, I feel like you and I talked a ton before, before the pandemic, you and I were the queens of like, you know, like, you don't flake. And what's been interesting about this is like the flaking, what we, what we had such a problem with the flaking was that people would, would make an effort and try to make something nice. And then to, to just be like, oh, you know what? I'm actually not feeling it. Um, you know, that was, that was to us offensive because the person had thrown a party or had plant cooked a dinner or whatever. But like mm-hmm. what's happened with COVID is people have had to be like, I'm so sorry I tested positive or I was exposed or right. we weren't anticipating this. And so it's it's put a different spin on that. That I mean it's made me think Oh more, yeah, you I mean I you know. can't get you can't get mad at no, flakes anymore. You, you get a free yeah. flake class. You can wave we your do. flake flag high. <laughs> <laughs> right. But I but I'm gonna I'm not gonna lie to you. Like there's also that temptation then to be like, oh, there's so many things I just don't want to go to. <laughs> do you know like, what would actually be really fun? It probably actually would be a really good fundraiser. I mean, they do things around here called like the no-show ball where, you know, basically it's a fundraiser for something. And I think you go and pick up your meat. They've been doing this pre-COVID. But it would be really cool because I think there is the element of everyone wants to be invited to a party, but sometimes you actually don't want to go to the party. If you just send out an invitation to a party that you didn't expect a single person to come to, right? Just so you know, like, hey, I'm thinking about you. If I were to have a guest list, you would entirely be on it. (laughs) Like, you're that special to me, but this is like a fake party invitation. Please don't come. Or actually just tell me you're coming. And then a hundred, we expect a hundred percent flakiness at the last minute. And so it's almost like you get to save your Saturday night, like free, right? Cause you're like, oh, I can't. I'm going to Graham's like Christmas no party. holiday party, but in the retrospect, party. But everyone's supposed to and required to flake. I kind of like that. It's not a bad idea. I, like this is this is my problem is it's hard to tell. It's hard to tell whether like I got older during the pandemic or like I moved somewhere that was colder or mm. like I just got lazy. But like. The idea of flaking. I'm going to a Christmas party tonight, actually, and it's in the city, and I'm really looking forward to it. Um, but I'm also really like, man, wouldn't it be great if I like had to leave, or, like couldn't go? <laughs> it's hard. I'll tell. So actually, I've been wanting to ask you about that. I find it very hard to motivate in cold weather. Um, yes. You find it very difficult once you're in your house and you're warm to like have to, and it's such a silly thing because once you get to the party and you know, you've taken off your coat and you've settled in, it's usually cozy and you're fine, but it's that transition period between having to leave your house, battle the L, you know, like get on the subway or whatever it is, get to the party and you can just feel a picture of the coldness. Nothing in me wants to go to the party. Other than that, I feel like you can't like New York is this magical city at, at, at Christmas time. Like you have to, if you have the chance to go to a Christmas party, you should go. Oh, like it's go. wrong to not go. Of course. So I'm going, but I'm, but yeah, I'm already like, oh, I'm so tired. Okay. 
let's get on track here. So we're talking about holiday entertaining. Um, oh, we haven't done my Christmas. So my Christmas is going to be different because I've never been to my parents' house in Florida. Ooh, so that's exciting. Uh -huh. Do they have room for you? I mean, yes, they do. Supposedly. Okay. That's uh, they claim to. We shall is see. Sister, is your sister going? No. Okay. So that'll be, that'll keep it just, you know. Well, because this goes, thing. this goes back to the COVID stuff. Like she doesn't want to travel. So, you know, so this is, this is the whole point is like, there is the temptation to be like mad at her, but then there's also the temptation to be like, well, I'd be mad if she got mad at me for wanting to travel. So like, I also feel like it's like grace for everybody. Yeah, right. It's the, it's the flake flag. Wave it high. It's the flake flag. So she's, yeah, so she's not coming. Um, so there will be room for us. But, you know, it's funny to go to a place you have no um, picture of. We'll see. We will see. And but the so I don't think parents a... live there and you get to see your parents' new life. I also think it's really weird that you have parents who move around as much as you. my parents who've lived in the same house their whole life, same phone number. Like we are the picture of just domestic stability, I guess. <laughs> We're not really a picture of domestic anything else. I, I knew domestic bliss was on the tip of your tongue, but you just couldn't go there. No, no we, but by the way, my parents move like every 15 years. This isn't like they're. But still, that's a, like the, by 15 years, you're entrenched. So every 15 years they pick up and they're like, yeah, no, that life we made, we're going to do a new one. New friends, new uh, finding. That's unbelievable to me. Yeah, but they moved to Florida. I feel like that's like moving to freshman orientation. Like, you know, like. I can't wait to move to Florida. Like oh, where old the, people want to be your friends. Yeah, everybody old. Yeah, my mom has like book club and painting club and what's the other oh, uh, Mexican dominoes like <laughs> Mexican these, train. Mexican train. Thank you. But isn't it a dominoes game? Yes. Yeah. So that was, was that was like on there on the right on the right train. Um, but yeah, no. So I feel like you know moving to Florida when you're a senior citizen is like. That's like the easiest move on the planet. Um, but anyway, so that's my that's my holiday. So it's I don't think just judging by my parents, I don't think it's going to be like, oh, we're going to lots and lots of parties. So I don't know. There haven't been as many holiday parties this year for me. Well, you'll have some good weather. Okay. Speaking of holiday parties, apparently buffets are out. Oh. Which is funny because I feel like I've seen a bunch of more buffets lately. Is this because of COVID? Yeah, I'm going to the actual article. Okay, we're so we're we're going to reference COVID an article. It was etiquette. so funny, you guys. Graham told me about this article, and I'm like, oh, the one in town and country because we had read the same articles. And we talk uh, about town and we're on a town and country kick for some it's reason. Great. Remember what was the other magazine we were hot on for a while where we found our grand millennial expert? House Beautiful. Yeah, House Beautiful. Remember we were really into House Beautiful for a while. <laughs> I, I've had a House Beautiful subscription for like 15 years. Have you really? Uh -huh. See, and then no, but I thought we were making fun of it almost like Talbots where No, we really sure. no, no, maybe we don't make good, fun of house. Maybe that was good housekeeping. Maybe good okay. housekeeping. We don't make fun of House Beautiful. No, 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 no. No, we were surprised at how fabulous it was. Anyway, Town and Country is on a real hit right now. Yeah, so Town and Country's gonna, always been on a hit. We're going to share some of their. Yeah, that's true. They really have. Okay, so buffets are kooky according to them, but the new thing that's hot is individual hors d'oeuvre plates. I could see that. I feel like that's become a big thing. Well, it's the high touch, right? I get. Yeah, I mean this whole high touch. I don't even. Uh, yeah, I'm not. Well, sure. but wait, but here's here. Okay, so this you and I are going to come at this from a different. Oh, see, this is so interesting, Graham. Mm -hmm. You have never been a germ like you never cared yeah, about germs mm -mm. right whereas like i saw this hysterical meme right at the beginning of covid that was like all covid does for an ocd person is teaches us that every fear we've had was actually spot on which is like you know what i mean and so i've always thought the high touch was disgusting i had a conversation with someone about yogurt the other day like the yogurt places and they're like oh yeah they're like um 
they won't let you put on the toppings anymore. They put them on. It was like, thank you. That was always disgusting watching oh, these see, kids. And that makes me so angry because they don't give me as much topping as I'd like. But say, so please, that- what, what makes you more angry though? Having to say, oh, can I get a few more gummy bears? Or watching a kid come in from a park, wipe his snotty nose, grab the gummy bears. Like, I think yeah, this I is like, a great takeaway. I, no, see, and I always thought it was fun when you get, because the kids are so messy, you get like extra surprises that have jumped over from one bin to the next. So it's mm. like, you'll get like colored sprinkles, but you'll get a little piece of granola because someone was so messy or you'll get like a little tiny chocolate chip in your thing. Graham calls that a fun surprise. Most people call that cross-contamination. But yeah, same same deal. Same deal. I always liked that. Oh, speaking of, so right at the, actually it probably opened like eight or nine months ago by my house. It's on my basketball carpool route. There's one of those super grand buffets, but it's, I mean, it is, it puts, it makes super look like we're talking about minuscule. This is a super, super, super. When you say soup, are you saying like super like S-O-U-P or S-U-P? S-U-P-E-R. Like we serve every food on a buffet. Um, It's also next to a place called the Crab Barrack, which I mean, and this is not, I don't think you're going to want to be eating at the Crab Barrack or the super buffet. I don't know. Is it all you can eat crab? I think so. I believe it's all. Oh, I would get on a plane right now to go down there. Uh, I don't, this is, I don't, it doesn't I don't matter. I don't need it to be high to. quality. I don't need it to be high quality. It's fine. It's fine. Just, it's See, all- now that's the funny thing. Wherein I will eat off a buffet on a cruise ship and just smile my way through it. I will not touch a restaurant that's called the Crab Barrack. That to me sounds like massive food poisoning waiting to happen. Uh, I don't know. There, there's an element of quality over quantity and quantity over quality. And I'm not okay. sure where I fall on this. So here's another head scratcher. I'm sorry. These are just things I've been meaning to bring up to you. There's another restaurant like right next to the Crab Barrack. And Wait, Super- Graham, this is a chain. There's a lot. They wouldn't make it if there's an, there's one in, in Birmingham. Yep. There's, oh yeah, no, no. They're all over the place, Graham. There's definitely more. Aniston, but- Alabama. Well, there's another one called the Purple Onion, right? And it's a restaurant. And I always see cars in the parking lot. But what about the color purple is appetizing? And what about onions? It's my whole thing. Remember Macaroni Grill? We've discussed this. Do you? Would you ever think to yourself, hmm, I want the kind of food that Purple <laughs> Onion is selling? Onions or purple? Yeah, I love purple onions. I mean, technically they're red, they're red onions. But yeah, no, that would be no to idea. me. Oh, and by the way, before the crab barrack, who I personally think should be a sponsor of this show, before they before they get mad at you, Graham, they have before we maybe prevent anyone from going there. They have like well over a thousand reviews, and they're all four and a half stars. This place looks amazing, Graham. It's probably amazing. It's one. Of it is amazing. Stuff. Although they do have this giant sign on their menu saying "No return and no exchange." <laughs> no exchange is crab. <laughs> okay, you want to know the tackiest thing I did the other day, but I didn't even think about it. And then I caught myself. So I was really, so this is a Halloween. We're going, now we're going back in time. So I bought a bunch of different things from Halloween. And you know, the thrift stores are always great for like a good, crazy, old fashioned dress, whatever it was. But I ended up for a moment, I thought I was going to be the Chiquita banana lady. You know, I was going to make a big fruit hat or I know I sent was. you a lot of pictures of right. inspiration. So Makes I bought this very well great red puffy flamenco S dress from the, um, from the thrift store. And it was like, I don't know, it was like $40, right? Which it's high. I mean, that's pricey for a thrift store. But anyway, I ended up coming up with a different costume. I ended up with more costumes than I needed. And I had loaded all my returns. Sometimes I'll go around and return things that I don't need anymore. And it didn't dawn on me that I could not return a dress to the thrift store. 
they would (laughs) that's interesting i don't know why and like how maybe how tacky that was of me that i attempted to return a dress to the thrift store i just didn't think about it but i was is it a charity thrift store is it a consignment store 100 percent a charity thrift store (laughs) no i think you just it's a donation yeah no no no. i caught myself as i was walking into the store of like graham what are you doing (laughs) this is not acceptable (laughs) i just hadn't thought about it it was an item i had purchased i wanted to return it but i just realized like they're not gonna like just much like the crab barracks love lady thrift is not taking returns or exchanges i'm just i'm done by the way this menu is i think it's delicious there's a place like this in phoenix um i like them it's called the angry crab in phoenix but where you like pick your pick your fish product blue crab snow legs and then you pick what seasoning you would like like i love this i love a good cajun like it's like a boil it's too close to the highway here and to a very dangerous walmart so it's just i don't know you're not into the crab barrack, I'm, I'm but thinking, I crab barrack. I'm coming for you. Don't, don't like crab. To, I gotta go. A highly trained staff that like really cares about cooking things to the appropriate temperature, and I just don't know if that's the case. I think some things might slide in the back room. Eh, I think you're fine. You just cook them till they turn red. You're fine. Fine. Okay. Um. Okay. So back to our our town and country. Um. Uh. Oh, I have a thrift store story. Okay. Oh, wait, I already told you. Can I just tell our listeners? Yeah, tell, yeah, of course. Okay, so I told Graham this already, but my daughter, this was like one of the moments oh. I felt like, oh, I'm not doing the worst job ever as a this parent. so sweet. She came into my closet, she went through my clothes, found out my size, rode her bike to the one clothing store that's close enough to her school that she can ride her bike, which happens to be a consignment store, and bought me... A J. Crew sweater for Christmas, size, right? For Christmas Wasn't it just for Christmas? with her own money? I mean, it was super random, like, but it was the sweetest thing, and she was so excited that I'd opened it early. It was anyway. It was I've been like almost in tears every time. I, every it? time I look at it. I'm wearing it tonight to my Christmas party. Oh, that's strong, Kirsten. Mm-hmm. You're wearing it's your... cute. My okay. resale sweater, whatever. Don't be a snob. No returns, no exchanges. <laughs> no, it's it's actually like she did a good job. It's like a cute camel J. Crew sweater with little like sparkles on it. It's very holiday. It's very cute. Aww. She did a sweet job. That's so adorable. Yes. Yeah, so I love that. You do have a sweet daughter. Okay. Things that sometimes, are so- sometimes. Oh, do you realize, by the way, I know why you like this article. Lizzie Post is is uh... I know. She's in it apparently. <laughs> yeah. One of our past guests, Lizzie Post of the Emily Post Institute, is quoted in this article. Um, so I'm glad to see she is still busy at her post at Emily post. <laughs> um, okay. So the hot new thing apparently is to have mobile testing units parked out front um, next to the valet at your party. Now, a, how many parties have you ever had? That? <laughs> oh, next yeah. to my valet. Never had a valet. Wait, to the left but... or to the right of the valet? I'm a little confused here. Or allegedly you're supposed to um, pay for people to be tested before they come to your party. Okay, I think this is like maybe if it's the party of your life, like if it's a wedding, they're saying, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If this is a pretty, this is not like, guys, come over for a chilly night and here's my mobile yeah, testing chilly. unit. Here's my <laughs> testing unit that I pulled up. Yes. But I do, yes. I am stockpiling those um, those to-go tests. I have a ton of them. Okay, so let's go through the the Moderna misdemeanors, the new do's and don'ts of pandemic era Yuletide hosting. Um we should give credit to the author too, real quick, because they did all the work here. And we're, and we're journalists, just, and that's we're, the appropriate thing to do. So it's uh, Mar- Marisa, Marisa or Marissa Marissa, Marissa Meltzer. Marissa Meltzer, and this is from Town and Country in December 10th. So her do's and don'ts are: 
Um, do RSVP with your COVID and VAC status. Um, I think that's a little weird if they say, I mean, because here's the other problem. It's like, no one ask, here is asking for that. That's not, no one, no one here is asking. No, and no one here is even asking for it. Like, if you're at a, like, I've been to multiple events at restaurants or clubs or whatever, and they'll say, can we see your vaccination card before you come in? Right. But that's like the institution. I, I feel like this is really tricky because, I don't know. We should dive into that because it's true. If you host a party at a third-party commercial venue, I think you have the easy out of making sure everyone's Mm -hmm. vaccinated. Mm -hmm. But I don't think if you're doing something at your home, you're, I, to be honest, I'm going to, I'm going to throw the gauntlet. I think it's tacky to ask people to provide that in advance of coming to your home. Well, I feel like it's like a lot of a, yeah, it's a little bit of a personal health violation. You know what I mean? Like, well, but I mean, but think like, the, the counter to that is you could have a child. I mean, I guess at this point and I don't, I don't know. I mean, this is, this is, um, this is murky ground and I know I'm going there, but I just think if you're opening your home to people in this day and age and this time, you're not asking people to sh- show vaccination cards. I think that's weird at a personal home. I also think I also think it's like kind of the same theme that we have with so many of these other things, which is like communication and like not surprising people. So like, I think it is one thing to call and say like, listen, I'm high risk or I'm especially concerned about this. Like, do you know if the people who are going to be there are vaccinated or, you know, I do, you know, I don't know. It's it's like, or, or would you feel comfortable sharing your Vaccinate. Or, you know what I mean? Like, on, I, just, counter, I just think counter. it's like everything has to be done politely. I did go to a, a party that was at a larger venue, but the host and they put a lot. I thought that was it was done in a lovely manner, which basically said, you know, make sure you're vaccinated before coming. It didn't require. So, OK, so that's what I liked. It basically said make that okay that's probably the classiest way to do it right mm-hmm. i'm not going to require anyone to like i'm not your bouncer right you're not going right. to show me your vaccination pass before you enter my home but i will put only you know please come as long as you're vaccinated right you know on the right. i think that's i think that's okay right so the onus then becomes the person can privately for whatever reason decline say they don't want to get vaccinated or whatever the reason is they can privately decline but i'm not going to proactively require you to show me documentation i think that's a little invasive well i think this kind of comes down to like the old adage about like the right to swing your hand ends where the right to my nose begins and it's like you don't have the right to give me a disease, but like, I don't have the right to make you get vaccinated. You know what I mean? Like, like, it's kind of like, if you're worried about it, you can vaccinate yourself, mm-hmm. but it doesn't really hold up. This is why, this is why this is such a controversial, you know, fight is because it's tricky, but, it, but then how do we take that into our own homes when you're trying to have a lovely party and not hurt anyone's feelings and not put anyone in a situation they're uncomfortable and, yeah, no, this is this is this is a new tricky genre. I think you're right. I think if you're very worried about it, you have it at a place and make the place the best. <laughs> right. You throw you throw it on the place to make sure that everyone's up to speed and or you just or you put the requirement on the um on the invitation, but you don't require it. 
Right. And it's just like anything else. It's done with like the delivery of like, you must show vaccination to come in. It's like, oh, thanks. That sounds like a really welcoming party versus like, you know, like, you know, for the safety of all of our guests, like, could you please be back? You know, there's a difference with like how you approach people. So much is in the methodology. Okay. Don't broadcast your booster bragging rights. I don't (laughs) I guess that was prior. I think that's like, I got boosted. Mm hmm. Yeah. I think no, is. this isn't prior because this was a December 10th. I think it's like... Well, I think yeah. some people still don't have their booster, maybe. Yeah, I guess so. It's hard to get. I mean, for for us, it was not difficult to get. So I've just... Um, messenger rapid tests or foot the bill for testing if you're requiring proof of recent negative result. So they're saying, like, if you're going to... Yeah, this is, I think this is a little intense. Do you I think, think this, this is, is I think this is a little intense. I, okay. a little intense. I mean, and again, like, it, it is also different. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. You live in, remember that you live in the north. You could say what's happening. Um, No, I have not had anyone tell me I need to, I need to messenger them my rapid test results to. I don't know what the next someone. one means. Okay, so it's saying don't send fruitcake. Volunteer to make meal kits and deliver holiday care packages. Uh... Maybe it's just saying don't give junk, crappy gifts that nobody cares about. Um, spend your time this summer, the holiday, or this spend your time this holiday season volunteering to help others. Maybe that's mm-hmm. what that's referring to. Maybe that's vague. Do okay. The last. And I'm not one, sure what it has to do with COVID. Yeah, that that we've we've yeah. I don't. I'm not, I'm missing something there. Do Instagram, but keep things brief and upbeat. I don't get that one either. Well, I don't get what it has to do with. Right, what it has to do with COVID. The new yeah. Yuletide hosting. Oh, and party hopping and party hopping. So there's the new do's and don'ts of pandemic era, Yuletide hosting and party hopping. So I guess it's like, don't obnoxiously share that you're going to this or that party. We know, we know that everyone yeah. listening to that show knows that to our show knows that. Mm. Um, yeah. Okay. So pan- furthering down, it's not rude to decline an invite over personal comfort levels, but it is rude uh, to accuse a host of not acting safely. Okay. That's interesting. That's so fair. again, it's like, it's like, I make the rules for me. You make the rules for you. And yeah, we we'll respect each other's ability. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's okay. what we're getting at is like, yeah, make the, yeah. The host is there opening their home. You're going to go and lock it up and be a good guest no matter what. Well, Okay. So here is something fun. I, um, we were actually traveling this weekend for a 40th birthday and it was out in, it was in California this past weekend. And we were with this group and there, you know, California is definitely, um, more strict and locked down. And I was introduced to this like darling girl. She was just so sweet. And I could tell from the very beginning that she was just super friendly, you know, and, and we were kind of thrown together for the weekend because we were at this weekend party. And I just went in and just gave her a hug. Hello, you know, because I had heard about her through our hostess and I just, you know, she sounded like someone I would like. And I just did that thing where you're like, Oh, hi, I'm so nice to meet you. And I could see the glimmer in her eye of like, Oh my God, a hug. (laughs) You know, like this girl just came out and hugged me and maybe I wasn't ready for for it. And anyway, we ended up having just a lovely time and we did become friends throughout the weekend and she was so fun. But as you know, we were having our COVID conversation throughout the weekend. I said, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. You know, I just went and, you know, gave you a big hug and that probably wasn't the best thing to do. You're trying to be safe. But then we realized 
you know, we've kind of all been thrown together at this party. We knew we were going to be dining at an indoor table, you know, the 13 of us, however many there were. So our, my thought was, is that if you're, if you're coming to an event like that, you probably also are going to take the hug. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that a stupid story? No, it's not a stupid story. I'm just, I'm processing on like, it's just so funny how. It's like, if you're in, you're in. I mean, not yeah. like I'm going to be like, you know, spitting well, on her. I, I you think, know, I think but... what's always bothered me about COVID is like, is like sort of like the, like I've heard it described as like the theater of safety. You know what I mean? Like that's what's always bothered me about it. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like there've been times where it's like, like, we missed our train the other day. So we went into this like cool bar that was like right at Grand Central and everyone is drinking at the bar. So no one has a mask on. It is like wall to wall people, except for the bartenders wearing masks, wall to wall people. Everybody's talking and hugging and like they've been drinking. So they're like a little bit more like, you know, loosey goosey and like handsy and you know, whatever. And like, and, and then, and like half the people are walking then through the train station, not wearing a mask or wearing a mask. And then the minute you're on the train, it's like, put on your mask. And it's a little bit like, Wait, like <laughs> or when you're when you're no, no, no. Or when you're at the bar, you're in this loosey goosey situation and then you have to go leave to go use the restroom and you put your mask, on, mask. So right. you 10 seconds to the restroom door. Like, right. Come on. Come on, people. Like, I know, that, that's the that's the part of it. Like, that's the stuff that drives me crazy. Yeah, this It's not so much like I'm not comfortable coming to this party or like I don't feel comfortable hugging. Like, OK, I don't know what your health story is. Like, I don't know what you, you know, what, I don't know. Like, that's fine. I'm not here to judge you. What drives me crazy is like. I just am like, wait, like, what is, what's, what happened, the difference in these 10 steps that, like, it didn't matter at all before? Like, that's where I get, I get, like, a little bit, I could not agree more. What the heck? Speaking of things that drive me crazy, I'm driven crazy for good smelling things. And I have to say, I actually went out and purchased my second round of Scentville because we are sponsored by Scentville today. And basically, if you're looking for something to make your home smell a little fresher, a little cleaner, maybe a little woodsy or a little breezy, flowery, any kind of cell, um, any kind of scent you're looking for, I would definitely 100% recommend Scentville. Um, basically, As would I. Yeah. They're inviting you to decorate your air. They have a hundred percent natural scented oil. It's a scented oil plug-in refill. And so it's a hundred percent natural, no chemicals. And basically they want you to be happy. They want you to love their product along with a wide variety of scents. They have over 80 scents you can choose from. Uh, would it be can. fair to say that their return and exchange policy is more generous than that of the crab barrack or of the thrift store? indeed it would kirsten yes they have a full i mean that's kind of cool yeah you can choose um over 80 cents and you can try a customizable starter kit um you can refill your warmers um it's easy to order and basically we have an offer for our listeners you'll get 10 percent off your first order you get fast free shipping free shipping so you go to scentfill s-c-e-n-t-f-i-l-l.com forward slash welcome home, all one word. So scentfill.com forward slash welcome home. And if you just put the promo code WH10, you'll get 10% off your order. Thanks for being a part of our show, Scentfill. Thank you, Scentfill. Okay. Back to entertaining for the holidays. All right. Um, so I I found an article on a great little blog called My Effortless Entertaining. They had me an effortless. And um, 
And, you know, and she gives some steps to effortless entertaining. And okay. and I think it's a lot of the things we've been saying. She says cautious, flexible, and no shaming. So don't okay. – and I, and I thought it was interesting what she said. She said, you know, don't shame people for saying I don't feel comfortable coming, mm-hmm. but also don't shame people for not throwing in the party they always throw. Like if, if someone's like, I just – don't want to do it this year. I don't feel comfortable. Like you can't shame them either, which is interesting. I hadn't really thought about that, but like, I guess people are probably canceling parties, you know, mm-hmm. it's yeah. also so hard. Cause she has on here. Let's not hug, kiss or shake hands, save that for next year. Mm-hmm. And you know, um, Oh, but these were see, like, I don't know if we're ever getting, I don't know if we'll ever ride planes anymore without masks on. We'll see. I think, I think that's the question is like, I feel like, yeah, like I feel like some people don't want to say that because they're like, if I normalize this, mm-hmm. then will it become normal or will we get back? But I sort of feel like like watching how enthusiastically people have returned to parties this year, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I feel like it kind of shows us how nice people it is People are hungry to be together. for a hug. They're totally yeah, hungry for a hug. Yeah, I, 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 think, can... I, I think it's going – I don't think this is the new normal is to not hug people anymore. Well, we know we're social animals. Um, yeah, so I think that's fine. Ooh, get creative and think outside the box. Be willing to break away from that's how we've always done it. If you want to host a larger group and all the guests are local, consider a staggered drop-in. That's kind of cool, where you have fewer guests at one time. I like, to be honest, I love the idea of a staggered drop-in. I think that's the one thing we have. It puts a lot more effort on people who are hosting events, but breaking things up is is a really nice way. To really? Do I don't know if I like a stagger like drop everyone, off. But I feel like when I go to these huge parties, you talk to five or six people and I don't know, you're still talking to the same number of people. Uh, right? I don't know. She's like, saying what? consider an afternoon dessert drop in. Host a hot toddies and desserts parties. Um, but like you open your home for four hours, but you just let people come in and out. I actually think you'd probably get a better turnout for a party if people didn't feel like they um, were walking into just a huge room of people. I think that could be overwhelming for a lot of people. Hmm. That's interesting. I like that our family does an oyster roast the night before Thanksgiving with oysters outside and cocktail filler inside. Hmm. That's, that's fun. Pretty- I could use an oyster roast. I know that has nothing to do with anything, but I like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're thinking you're you're in a shellfish mood i think the old crab <laughs> i'm in a very shellfish mood i'm gonna try to convince my husband to take me out to shellfish for lunch um yeah uh and then it's considering alternate venues as as we have discussed it's a great way to make things you know not you not the bad guy if you do want to have vaccinations mm-hmm. it is hard it is so much more expensive to do things outside your home well is it sometimes i wonder well, once if you get your home up to speed, <laughs> which takes forever, but um, oh, that, that's cool. Create COVID stations. What is this? Um, we don't always keep our hands away from our eyes and eyes. For this reason, consider COVID stations that include hand sanitizer, or antibacterial wipes, and disposable masks at the front door in areas where people may be handling the same things. Um, okay. Yeah, you may that is. Add wine glass markers in the bar and kitchen. That's, yeah. Okay, and and I think you could also serve like, you know, like individual canned wine is so cute nowadays. Really, See, I like everything in a glass. I like a glass, but no, you can't mess around these days. That's the thing. You gotta keep up with your glass. 
in, co- in the COVID world. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, I used to willy nilly, like I, you know, if I was at a party, I'd pick up my glass, I'd put it down, I'd forget about it. I'd go like get another one. You know, that is not kosher anymore. You have to know where your glass is. I was, I was the queen. Cause you know, I don't care about germs of like, I would just so you just take anyone's glass is what you're saying. I, mean, I wouldn't take anyone's glass, but mm-hmm. it, if it was there, I don't know, I'll pick up a glass, I'll put it down, I'll move around the room, I'll forget where my glass was. You know, I just, I don't really do that, but I, you don't do that anymore. Um, you, have, you have to know where your beverage is at all times. Well, that's just because of roofies. <laughs> great point i don't know i also feel like you know what is hard with this list too with any of these lists with any sort of precautions like in theory i'm on board with all of them like why not like why not hand sanitizer but it's like having kids again mm-hmm. points out like the ridiculousness of all of this because like you know you're gonna have the adults over there watching their glasses wiping down bottles wiping down everything right. disposal and then your kids are over in the corner <laughs> eating chips out of the same bowl and then you're all going back to the same house like that's where it gets me of like who the, the are we theater, kidding what is it what'd you call it the theater. the theater of safety like i can imagine being like 23 and being like oh this is really smart but like we're up against like we're up against the little germy machines like there's no hope like if you're in the room and i'm in the room like our kids maybe that's why you and i are slightly blase at times because (laughs) we were watching you're right i mean completely my child will wipe his nose dip his hand in the you know chicken nugget tray and then you know dip his ketchup into somebody else's plate and then drink from their milk glass Right. I have a good friend who lives in the city and she doesn't have any kids and she came down for lunch and we talked before about like when she was going to come and where we were going to eat and what what was good weather because she wanted to be outside and in a place that had good ventilation. And, I, you know, and, it 100%, and this was like even a year ago and I totally respected that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then she came back to my house. She's like, yeah, we can come back to your house. Let's sit outside. And I was like, totally get it. So we sat outside six feet away. And then she walked in to use the bathroom and she saw like 42 kids. And, I, and she's like, I knew this was happening in the suburbs, but like until I saw it with my own eyes, I'm like, oh, yeah, I we we just can't like they're kids like you, you know, like, right. Well, it almost would be when we saw my wonderful, wonderful in-laws more. They always keep track of their water bottles and they I could see them looking at me with disgust. The fact that like I would carry one water bottle for my family and my kids and we would all just pass it around. Right. Oh, yeah, that and, is disgusting. But why? Why? Like, let's be honest. Because have you disgusting? seen your kids? I mean, not your kids. I mean, all any kids. Kids but are what so you're saying. Gross. But this defies what you're saying, right? Like, I, I have seen my children, and I know that I am entangled with their germiness and their world. What they have is what I have, and there's really no getting out of it. Because maybe my theater of safety allows me to have a little bit of denial on that—the fact that they're touching everything I'm touching—and like, right, I no need way. to survive. Maybe it's a survival instinct for me to not know how gross my kids are mm. well know. do we feel like we've covered um COVID holiday entertaining holiday? yeah i mean we've come up with nothing other than it's uncharted territory and i guess like graciousness understanding not judging other people right is that kind of our where we're leaving it i think that's always the mo basically yeah i, I did like the idea of individual hors d'oeuvre plates i think that's kind of nice I like the idea of not sharing gummy bears with kids. So basically, that's my takeaways, regardless is, is I don't want kids touching my stuff. You know what I so miss? I think we've talked about this. At, um, we used to have lots of diners on Long Island growing up. Have we talked about the P-Mints? 
you know, those mm. butter mints, they're like white and they're kind of, you know, I don't even know, but they're really tasty. And they used to have almost like a little jelly inside them. This might just be a complete New York thing. Well, I know about the mints that are like, they're not, what do you, you call them pea mints? We call them pea mints because basically people would go like pea. We're not even sure. And then they dip their, there always used to be a bowl of them and they were so good. And they're, the- they're like white, but then they also sometimes have them in like a lime green and a light pink and a light orange. Yeah. But they're almost like, they have like a milkiness, not milky texture. No, I know. I, yeah, I know what you're talking about. They're you delicious. You know what I'm talking about. It's almost like, almost like a little bit of an astronaut ice cream texture to them. Yes, that's exactly what it is. Uh-huh. And oh, they're the best. They're the in best. The old fashioned ones, I haven't seen them in a million years. You used to have little jellies in the middle. So sometimes you could get like a cherry one or a, I don't know, but a thin line of something in the middle. Um, but they used to just have them open in bowls and people would just dip their hand in and grab a little handful. Um, and we used to call them peanuts because but they, but they were great. <laughs> I mean, I'd eat them by the handful. <laughs> No problem. Just a, just a side of urine. Mm, but I urine is sterile. Terribly, and I don't think we'll ever see that again. Oh. Yeah. And then it reminded me the other day of at delis in New York, because I was home and I was looking for a good deli. They used to always have, did you, do you ever remember, did you, do you ever have like the pickle basket? They used to put at really good authentic delis, they would put a bowl of pickles. And here's the weird thing too, green pickled tomatoes on your table, right? Did you ever have this? Uh-uh. I mean, this wasn't just at one place. This was at every place. I'm not making this up. Like, when you say went... a, a basket, do you mean a jar? No, it was a silver bowl, an open-aired silver bowl. It wasn't huge. I mean, maybe six inches in diameter. Uh-huh. Um, of And they'd put in the dill pickles, the whole dill pickles. And there was usually always a green tomato in there as well, like a pickled green tomato and a bunch of pickles. You could get the the normal dill or the um just kind of the regular un you know unsour pickle and you just chomp on them while you were waiting for your food but what was interesting was they wouldn't change the bowl in between customers like the bowl stayed on the table they would just replenish it okay the bowl lived out there gross I think it was delightful. I can't wait to find it. <laughs> no, that's disgusting. But well, I, I was... think I think the takeaway there is just that it's going to be less. Well, you know, it's so hard because I feel like we were making really good progress, like earthwise, as far as like let's not throw everything away and like oh, know. you know what I mean. And now it's like okay, oh, if we could ra- individually wrap everything in plastic oh, and then throw it away afterwards, which I get why we're doing it, but it's also like oh, I totally <sighs> agree. I totally agree. It's been so hard. In fact, I was at the airport a couple of days ago and I saw this guy walking with his own teacup and I was so impressed like because you know it's left <laughs> to carry like, like I mean, I'm picturing like a fancy British high tea yeah he was that's at what it was airport? yeah and he was traveling through the airport and he was you know obviously he enjoyed hot beverages you know, now a lot of people travel with their own refillable water bottle which I do think is really cool that I mean, is again, my favorite thing when you go to those drinking fountains and it has like the section where you can and Boos always makes fun of me because he's like why are you bringing your Nalgene with you because I also am super old school I don't drink from a Yeti I don't drink from yeah. a Hydro Flask because I don't like the taste of stainless steel I like I the don't taste either. Of, I hate it I, I hate totally it. agree what so is, I'm still what is drinking it's what disgusting. is it that changes the tag? But seriously, it's not like the steel is getting into the water. I just, ugh, I do not like you know it, it at all. I feel I like I'm camping. You, I think you don't like the fact that like the steel hits your teeth sometimes mm-hmm. and the feel of steel mm-hmm. on your teeth. I don't like that either. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the, it's the possibility that the steel will hit your front tooth. 
Possibly, but I'm hooked on the Nalgene. I've never, mm-hmm. I, I, I discovered the Nalgene circa 1999, never looked back, never going to look back. You do, but you so, do drink water like a camel. I do, but so I bring my Nalgene, my empty Nalgene, actually, I usually bring it full and I just drink it while I'm waiting in line at the TSA. But then afterwards I go and I fill it up in those amazing water bottles. Uh, oh water Wait, can I, can I rock your world some more? At yeah. the California airport in San Francisco, they had huge water stations. It was really fancy, but also, my gosh, San Francisco, they've run that city into the ground. Um, but you could choose still or sparkling water. Shut it up. was amazing. It was amazing. Oh, I'm telling you, they had four different stations, four or five different stations. Wait, they just had a public all... water faucet? It was like a water station in the middle. It was right after you went through the security. There was a water station of six different, the big fillers. Now, I'm not talking like water fountains. I'm talking about- No, a no, station. I know. It's like the ones where it has like the sensor and you stick your-, your Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cup. The yep. really nice ones. Uh-huh. You could choose still or sparkling. Also, so I feel like in today's amazing. age of like polarization and everybody fighting, I love meeting people at the water station because it's like, yeah, we're all here. We're all those types of people who carry our own water bottles. We don't know why. Some of us are weird. Some of us are environmentalists. Some of us are just like really big water drinkers. Some of us are just cheapskates. You don't want to pay like $7 for smart water at the airport. But like, I love there. I'm like, you, y'all are my people. You're That's my like people. me. I'm like, I'm a dog person now. Like, oh, you're, you're a dog, dog person now? Yeah. Like, oh, are you converted? Gotta... We haven't even talked about this. Are you converted? Yeah, I mean, you have to be. Once you're in, you're in. I mean, yeah, I'm converted. We are going to put another episode together that's going to rock your world. So everyone stay tuned because we have the what's hot, what's not coming up episode um, for in two weeks. So, yeah, in two so, weeks. So stay tuned. Just to tantalize you. <laughs> I know. I think okay. we've covered some good holiday hosting. Uh, maybe. All right. Well, good luck, everyone. Happy holidays. And we'll... Happy holidays. See you in 2022. Welcome home. And that's all we have from Kirsten and Graham. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Welcome Home. If you're interested in hearing more from the iconic best friend duo, please subscribe, tell your friends about us, and follow us on Instagram and Facebook for giveaways and other exciting updates. Until next time, welcome home.